Chapter Two of the Narrative of Sojourner Truth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Kokonos. The Narrative of Sojourner Truth by Olive Gilbert and Sojourner Truth. Chapter Two Accommodations. Among Isabella's earliest recollections was the removal of her master, Charles Ardenburg, into his new house, which he had built for a hotel soon after the decease of his father. A cellar under this hotel was assigned to his slaves as their sleeping apartment. All the slaves he possessed, of both sexes, sleeping, as is quite common in the state of slavery, in the same room. She carries in her mind to this day a vivid picture of this dismal chamber, its only lights consisting of a few panes of glass, through which she thinks the sun never shone but with thrice-reflected rays, and the space between the loose boards of the floor and the uneven earth below was often filled with mud and water, the uncomfortable splashings of which were as annoying as its noxious vapors must have been chilling and fatal to health. She shudders even now as she goes back in memory and revisits the cellar and sees its inmates, of both sexes and all ages, sleeping on those damp boards like the horse, with a little straw in the blanket. And she wonders not at the rheumatisms and fever sores and palsies that distorted the limbs and racked the bodies of those fellow slaves in after life. Still, she does not attribute this cruelty for cruelty it certainly is to be so unmindful of the health and comfort of any being, leaving entirely out of sight his more important part, his everlasting interests. So much to any innate or constitutional cruelty of the master, as to that gigantic inconsistency, that inherited habit among slaveholders, of expecting a willing and intelligent obedience from the slave, because he is a man, at the same time, everything belonging to the soul-harrowing system does its best to crush the last vestige of a man within him. And when it is crushed, and often before, he is denied the comforts of life on the plea that he knows neither the want nor the use of them, and because he is considered to be little more or little less than a beast. End of chapter 2